On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. So if we're completely off on this episode, it's all my wife's fault. Um, she's got <laughs> to make things complicated. Whoa. <laughs> no, coming is, out swinging. That is not a way. Jenny, Zach, Start Matt, we got the good. whole crew, and Jenny's got us changing up things. I'm not. We're not even going to say what wait. it is. I can't wait it's, to see how this works be out. I, I want to yeah. be. I'm going to be interested when this comes out. When you get done listening to it, go to Second Shot Facebook group. Tell us if you even noticed anything different or not, because I think. We've just made things complicated for not a lot, but we'll see. I <laughs> am trying to up-level our game. I just want to always make sure Ain't we're doing level the, up? the best, the best, the best. I'm excited about this. You don't get to pick. You're not the wordsmith, remember? Oh, I can be. Up-level or level up. I think they both work. I, okay. I think this will work great. I love the way he totally goes along with it right up until the mics go live. Right. Yeah. He's like, all right, yeah. so this is going to be terrible. I thought, <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was liking it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, if it works, he'll it, love it. All the husbands will understand that there's just sometimes you just say yes and nod your head. It's better. Well, yeah. because we're right. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. That's right. Exactly I think why. you have to continue exactly. nodding your head. You don't. You don't, <laughs> you don't say get to no blast at some it out. Point. Oh, yeah. my bad. That's, that's the what, secret. That's right. Yeah, that's Matt's what been yeah. married longer than yeah. we have been. We, we yeah. Matt the most. We're the middle, and then yeah. Zach is the true newlywed. I just thought I thought I could just play it off as. You know, it, that was just radio talk, honey. It was just for conversation. That's right. Oh, it was a bit. No. It was a bit. Yeah. Oh, oh no. That's the what bits, I thought. That never flies. Let's go home. They get discussed. They uh, come back on here. You guys have heard us have like little tips be on fun. here before. So that'll be fun to have another one of those. I've definitely been uh, burned by the, it was a bit, honey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's never a bit. It's <laughs> never uh, a bit. <laughs> anyway, this is such a, I, I mean, I'm kind of like, this story is bizarre, but um, I mean, but a good one. Yes. Uh, so something we haven't talked about on Second Shot yet. I don't think we've talked about this. I don't this. either. We uh, have not gotten into the virus. The coronavirus. We have not talked about the coronavirus yet. And and this story is around that. Uh, here's the headline. Chinese man under coronavirus lockdown runs 31 miles in his living room. Uh, a Chinese marathon runner under lockdown during the coronavirus outbreak has kept his spirits up by running 50 kilometers or 31 miles inside of his living room, consisting of 6,250 6, laps of track set around two large tables in the living room of his apartment. He set two large tables together. He ran six over 6,000 laps. That adds up to 31 miles. Apparently, he said uh, he'd been sitting for over two weeks and he couldn't do it anymore. Uh, one lap is about eight, eight meters. So he ran 50 kilometers, did it in just under five hours, sweated all over. Feels great. 
I hope this guy's in a ground level apartment. I'd love to. I don't <laughs> want to be living underneath him. That's true. I'd love to throw some names at you. The city he was in, his name. There's no way I can pronounce him correctly. So for the sake of this hero, I'm just going to say he is a marathon runner and he's done some incredible stuff. Man, uh, his first really, name is Pawn. Pawn. Yes, I was going to say Pawn was about as, as much as I was willing to dive into there. Yeah. Uh, man, people have really been down about this whole coronavirus thing. And this guy obviously is down too, but he's doing something about it. This guy makes me question everything in my life of how (laughs) horrible and lazy I am in every way possible. I I mean, like, seriously, I, I, I can imagine that even those two long tables are not long enough that I don't think I wouldn't get dizzy. Well, you know what I mean? Like this man is like just running in circles. Yeah. This man is like a, like a superhuman, just right. Insane to me. Awesome. So go ahead. No, no, no. no, no I, I, I was going to offer a lukewarm American defense for why you shouldn't get up and run laps in your living room Please all right, do. to make us all feel better. First off, okay, you can't run on one side like that. That's going to throw off your balance of the fierce. It's terrible on your femurs, all right? Yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're running on one side in circles. You can't yeah. do it. Secondly, your whole apartment's going to smell because yeah. you've been running for five hours in there. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. True. So if you're sitting at home and you're thinking to yourself, man, that guy's, that guy's my hero, just relax. Watch some more TV. <laughs> Come up with all the regular no, American really. excuses Just we can. Go out and get exercise. Seriously. <laughs> okay, so I think this one, for uh, second shot-wise, it made me think of all the, the people who are, like, they're not there yet in terms of what they where they want to be. And so then you use that as an excuse to not do all the things you want to do. So like, oh, you know, I, I really wanted to start this nonprofit, but I don't have enough money yet don't to kind of kind of seed it, or I don't have the downtime, mm-hmm. or I'm going to do it once my kids um, are in school, or I'm going to do it once my kids graduate, or I'm going to do it win, 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 win. And I and I think about this not as a I'm not putting putting this out there as gosh, you guys do this and I don't. I'm only aware of this because I know that I'm also someone who will sometimes say that like, oh, you know, I want to, I did that with, I started that everything you want to know about series. This is something I'd want to do for a long time. And I actually couldn't because of strict restrictions I was under a contract for. And I waited for a while before even shooting any of the videos. Cause I was like, well, I'm going to wait until I'm picked up by a- another network. You know, what's the point of that? So I went and shot them and then they've gotten picked up, you know, for a couple of things, nothing huge, but I thought, okay, uh, I'm waiting until somebody invites me to do it. They're not going to know I can do it unless I put together the material for them, do the interviews for them. Sort of the same thing as this podcast. We get hit up all the time by people saying, you know, I want to, I want to do a podcast. Like, how do you do it? And they say, oh, well, oh gosh, well, I'm not going to do it because this, this, and this, and this, and they're never going to do the podcast. Like, that's the truth. They're never going to do it because they're not going to commit to do it. And then 10 years is going to go by and they're going to say, ah, oh, I wish I would have done that podcast. Yeah. You know, because, because we, we make excuses. Um, and this guy, <laughs> he did not make any excuses. And it's, it's he's like, the, what I'm saying, yeah, oh, absolutely. I agree a hundred percent with everything. I mean that you're spot on. And, and I mean, and, and this guy is like the epitome of the making the best out of the worst situation as well. You know, like that's kind of what, uh, my second shot was like, you know, he's stuck in there. There's nothing he can do. He could easily have the excuse of, I, you know, like, you know, next marathon come up of, and he lose and go, look, I've been locked in my apartment for months with coronavirus. You know, there was nothing I could yeah. do. And, and you know what? Most all of us would go, we, we would understand. understand. But he said, I'm not going to let anybody have excuses for me. I'm not going to let this ha- have anything have a power over me to hold me back from what the marathons I'm wanting to go after. 
And so he figured out a way to do it. And, and it's not pleasant. It's not fun. It's not anything. But he said, I just, I'm going to make that happen. And I think a lot of times we take a look at situations and and we're in bad situations and, and we, we sulk in the bad and we that way we can never even see where there potentially is some good we can have come from it. And I think if we can get out of feeling sorry for ourselves at times, then we're going to find there are cracks of light that we can take advantage of. Like if he wasn't doing it, he could look at and see how he can push his tables apart, measure it, and see exactly how much it takes, right? Like if he just stayed feeling sorry for himself, woe is me, he would have never saw that crack of light to take advantage of it. And I think sometimes we need to do a better job of that. The other benefit he's getting is uh, the benefit of mental strength because every time you push yourself past what you thought you could do, you're stronger. You have the, you really do have the upper hand over other people who haven't pushed themselves to do that thing that is hard. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost like, uh, like when you're weightlifting and you get, um, calluses on your hands, mm -hmm. like you're building up the, the, the callus of your, your, you know, this is physical strength, but to me it is really more mental strength because mm -hmm. he doesn't have, you know, the tunes and the encouragement of the audience and even just like a treadmill, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's building up his, his calluses, his mental strength so that when he's back out in the world, he does have um, a leg up on everybody else. Yeah, I agree. Like that's, that's where I was coming at this from. Like the biggest obstacle for this guy to get out and get some exercise might seem like the coronavirus. It wasn't the coronavirus. It was his brain telling him, sure. hey, don't go outside because coronavirus or you don't have a treadmill. You can't run. He just got up and did it anyway. And that's that's exactly what I connect to the mental strength point you made is like so many times it's so easy for people to just think, well, I can't do it because this. I can't do it because that. And, and, and sometimes you can even overcome some hurdles and still not do it. Uh, just the other day, I was talking to somebody about like P90X. You remember those? Oh, those yeah. DVDs? Yes. How many people, somebody listening to the show bought those DVDs and never actually did it? Because oh, lots you thought, of, lots right, of people. I'll just buy it and it'll work and I'll and be I'll on my way. I'll just be so fit. I'll have a six pack. Right. I'll invest some money and that'll be the thing that makes me do it. And it never is. It's your mind. It's the one thing that stopped you from actually doing the thing is your brain. And if you can understand that, if you can understand the only thing stopping you from doing something is just the little chemicals <laughs> in your brain you. that make you think not to do it, you'll be okay, I think. Yeah, that's what I think. Heath and I have a lot of conversations about this, about people like saying, <laughs> signing on. It's so <laughs> to easy. Do something, yeah. And then they just like don't do it. And they're like, well, nothing ever happened. That's right. And blame Why didn't my business yeah. take off? Yeah. And it's like that you got to do the work. I, I watch it with people all the time in our business that will come in and get all hyped up with it all. And then. They, they, you know, I mean, everybody in the family dies five times and, you know, the car's broken down like five times in one day. I mean, like the amount of excuses that you hear and then then they don't do well and then they blame it all on us. And it's like, do you, do you not recall all, all of the times you weren't here? Like, yeah. how, how do you expect to get those things when it not happening? And people like that's exactly what they do. They like buy the P90X thing and never do it and then wonder why it doesn't work. And, and they join the, the company where they have the ability to earn that income but never do it because they don't put the work in. It's like, why didn't it work? Well, you got to work. It's mm -hmm. still work. Yeah. It's still work. Yes. It is still work. Right. Just like putting together this podcast with all the fun changes that we made, Matt. Yes. <laughs> and when yeah. I, yeah. It's always work. Always something. Going <laughs> no. Always changes. When I take a look at it and I go, I look at this man. I mean, he brings me a lot of inspiration and, and making it because that's definitely finding the best out of any kind of a situation you can. And sometimes just get out of our own way. Let's look for the cracks of light. I mean, the, and, and, and not woe is me. Let's There's lights there that we can take advantage of no matter what that situation is. We'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot.
Okay, super quick break to tell you about Energy Ogre. If you have listened to one episode, if you've listened to a million episodes, you know <laughs> we are obsessed. We are totally obsessed. So what Energy Ogre is, is basically this company. They shop around your, um, your electric bill, right, babe? Yep. And they find the best deal. So in theory, you could do this on your own, but are you doing it? No. <laughs> you're not so you might be paying the highest price we saved. how much do you think we've saved over the years oh we've saved a ton our, our electric bill has been at least half yeah we've saved on probably basis. thousands of dollars yes. at yeah. that point zach have you done it yet i haven't i'm in an apartment and i'm not sure it works but i think yes, it, it does. does and summer's yes. coming up and i need to get on it because like energy bills are brutal it's only for people in texas um and if you're not part of a co-op but if you are in texas and you are not a part of a co-op and you want to save money energyogre.com Use the promo code second shot. You upload your bill, they're going to tell you things save you money. So if if they can't save you money, they're going to let you know that and you never have to pay a dime for it. So when you upload your bill and they take a read at it, if if um, there's a possibility of saving money, then you do it. If not, then don't. It doesn't cost you anything. And if, you, if you're if you questioning this at all, in fact, Steve Noviello, my former colleague, did a bunch of stories on this. I mean, this is it's super, super legit. We would not put this out here if it wasn't. But the code second shot gives you a free month. So make sure to put that in. And now we are going back to the fun of the podcast. All right. Now we're going to come in to something really hot here. This is hot talk, hot topics here. I think this is stuff that can really make people get very angry or not angry kind of <laughs> topics here. Like I think this people have strong opinions when it comes to um, the topic of of how to raise your children. Oh, yes. parenting. parenting. Oh, parenting, and people who aren't parents who think that they. They know how to do it. Or they're the super parents and think that they're better parents. <laughs> Those are the ones that are really super parents. Sure. Super parents. The most super sensitive parents. of sensitive subjects. Yeah, there was a time that, hey, you guys weren't parents. And you used to think, hey, you know what? I bet I, I, bet I could do this better than most parents that. out there. I actually, I ha I'm proud <laughs> I, to say I, I, I never thought that. that. And I, I never got mad at kids on a plane. Mm -hmm. I never, like, I did not ever feel that. I always felt like I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I can clearly say I that I was the person that said, "Oh, I won't do that." Whenever yeah, well, that's nope. my kid, and, and that's bit me. That has bit me in my butt now, and I apologize. And never said it out loud, but I apologize for all the people that I ever said it under my breath. It's a sensitive thing. <laughs> yes. So we've got a, a list here: thirteen habits that raise well-adjusted kids. We don't have time to hit all thirteen. We're gonna hit the top five. We're gonna weigh in. All right, see how we feel, and then maybe offer some advice of our own. At least those of us. Who are parents? Matt and I was standing, of course. No, uh, you can still throw it in. Number one, oh, I will. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. Uh, number one, uh, boundaries. Seems like a no-brainer, but boundaries are one of those things, apparently, when it comes to raising kids, that you got to be pretty clear on, right? If, if your boundaries, if, if your patience level is like a, it's like a door that swings open and closed, kids aren't going to learn when things are okay and when they aren't. But if you, if you stand firm, rigid in your beliefs, like a wall, and you say, hey, no, that's not okay, <laughs> and this is okay, then eventually they'll learn to accept that. That's the theory anyway. Yes. So, so number two is routines. Yes. Routine, routine, routine. This is something I think we're, we're not good at everything, but we're definitely good at routine. And then uh, what? Uh, early bedtimes, empathy, hugs. Hugs, yes. Playful parents, outdoor time, chores, more screen time limits, experiences, not things, slow moving days, books read to them, music. Man, they just, it's all of them. It's so all of them. So here, when I heard this list, so this is specifically from the militarywifeandmom.com, mm -hmm. which is uh, a blog that I sometimes follow, you know, um, for just advice and things like that. And I read the list and I thought, okay, 
This is the same exact list of habits that all of these lifestyle gurus, life coaches, counselors, therapists, etc., are giving us for adults. Yep. It's the same stuff. It's the same stuff in relationships, playful parents. We, we, we talked about that with regard to relationships. Like I, th- I feel like when things are heated between Heath and I, I think, you know what, you're being like, uh, sometimes I can just be so serious and so uptight that I take the fun out of it. So it's, this, it's, like, it's like almost, I mean, again, we're not parenting experts, but this woman is. And she's saying the same things that I hear from these, you know, gurus in the adult world. Yeah. With regard to like how to have better relationships in general, especially playful parents. And I think that we've started to finally have Brighton put her toys away. Yeah. I know we're a little late on that, but we're working on it. Are you late on and, that? And um, yeah, she's two and a half. She's going to be three in May. Okay. I don't know. That's Are we, late? I, well, you know, I, who knows? Heck if I know. <laughs> this is the extent I, of my parenting I, I, experience. But once yeah. we make it more playful, instead of just stressing out over, okay, we're starting this thing, we're starting this thing, it eases it up and makes it more fun. <laughs> Except for last night, Jenny started singing. The, it's, oh, time it's time to put, put your the and she's like, away. no, don't sing it, mommy. She goes, don't sing it, mommy. <laughs> and I, I've heard that kids have really good. Um, I've heard that they actually know um, pitch and and tone and everything like that better than we do. And I'm sure that part of that was related to my terrible singing voice. But um, at Little Jim, they have this song. It's time to put the yeah. toys away, toys away. Mm, anyway, toys away. Yeah. she says, mommy, don't sing it. You know, the the thing about this list, one of the ones that jumped out to me the most that as um, you know a new parent and. and is that one thing Jenny has really stuck hardcore with that was his routines um, and that in the beginning it can you, it can be very kind of almost seeming limited because we couldn't do this or that because we had to have her napping because it was like we stayed on routine. Mm. And, and and I remember being like, oh, well, what if we want to do this and that? You know, and, and honestly, we don't do it. in the big scheme of things, like it has um, that I would say this was the biggest eye-opening difference maker that how important that routine is because um brighton doesn't throw as many fits whenever because she she knows when she's taking a nap so it's not like ever like she's been up all day type thing where they get irritated the routines was one of the things that i think that was we integrated from day one and and it can be irritating and seem like you can do nothing but it's a short amount of time when it's when it's like where there's like five naps a day and stuff so i mean routines was big for me of eye opening of how important and how, how well it did. So routines also goes with boundaries because here's the thing, when you are setting your routine and you're like, Hey, this is us. If you want to hang with us, we're available from nine to 10 30. We're available again from two to three 30. And if people want to hang with you, if they want to do a play date, if somebody wants to come over to the house, they follow within your route. I mean, and especially in the beginning, like when I was nursing and stuff, people would, you know, they, they, they think that, that they are owed access to your new baby, which is something that I think is so like so wrong, <laughs> but, um, they think they're, they're owed access to your baby. It's like, Hey, you know, we're going to be like, we've got our thing going. If you want to come within the realms of our system and, you know, come spend time with us, you got to do it on the baby's time. You know, and I, and I think that I am glad that we stuck to that because now people know our boundaries and they know, oh, Jenny and Heath are lame and they're going to leave at 7.30 and that's fine. Yep. You yeah. know, unless and we every have now and then watch when, when Supercross is going on, she gets stay up later, but that's very rare. <laughs> the Supercross is actually the first time I think we've ever let her stay out. That out. late. Isn't that the, that was late. that the latest? That was how, her, wait, how late is that late? When we get back uh, to 9.30. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Hey, yeah. That's yeah. not a good yeah. yeah. I swear you're going to be like 3 a.m. No, like, no. Oh, no. 
No. Two and a half. No, you, tell you don't have kids because no, it's yeah. nine thirty late. The other late. one is screen time limits. You guys, this is for this is for real, for real, for real. And I know how hard it is. Like these, th- th- there are way too many studies on the brain and the brain development. You're not. We're, we're not allowing our kids to develop their brains. We're not allowing them to think independently. We're not allowing them to be curious, to um, to get outside, to explore, to do all the things that we had the gift of doing when they're in front of the phone and the computer. And every time I'm challenged by this, because I'm the same, like I'm the same as you. I need to get stuff done. Like I need to get things done and put my kid in front of something. Resist the temptation for that though, because every time you do that, you're taking away the the gift of enriching their life with real life. It, it's 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 taking from them. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's all about the limits of it all too. There are times that all of us as parents have to say we got to have a minute to get something done, and it, and but the, it's the whenever you use it as your crutch twenty four seven, it can become um, something that it, it it won't help. It won't help with the boundaries. If you're trying to set boundaries, it's not going to help with it because they're going to always want that well, versus the other things. I've had some serious conversations about this with, um, and people are going to say, "Oh, now now your mom shaming." Well, no, no. I mean, there's just, there's way too much research. Like, there's way too much research behind this. And so I've spoken with the Brighton goes to a couple different programs with the leaders of these schools, and um, and I'm like, okay, for real, how serious is this? Because I would like to um, have some time where she just looks at my phone. Yeah. And they, they said, absolutely nice? not. Yeah. Like you're frying her brain. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's too small. It, the, the the images are too small for their little eyes and too fast going back and forth. Yeah. And you're also robbing them of the ability to think creatively. Right. You're missing critical thinking. Things and like also, I need, yeah. in like truth and honesty, I need a screen time limit for myself. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. You guys, those I, the, my phone, my your time on the phone thing has not gotten any better. Oh, they they added they it on an iPhone. That. It tells us every week. Nobody talks about it. Nobody nobody like divulges your screen time number. What are we how much time we're spending on it? Well, it does now. The iPhone does. Right. No, I know. It oh, tells yeah, me it every does. week. I don't yeah, tell yeah, anybody yeah, what that yeah, number exactly. is. Yeah, I no. keep that to myself. No. Yeah. That's like my weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody's going to know what that Never is. Screen ask time. somebody their screen Never. time report or their weight. Yeah. Mine gets you better. Jerks. Mine does um, and I'm not ashamed of it. To your first point, though, uh, Jenny, you could look at that list and you could apply it to my life, to your life. I mean, uh-huh. this is not just and, and this and is it, not just for kids. Early right? Exactly. It's, yes. It's not just for kids, and it's a lesson that one, you maybe don't have to like. Yes, your children have needs that maybe you don't have, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to treat them all that differently yeah. from from what you would treat a normal other a, a normal person a, a full grown adult right like yeah. i listen to the way my neighbors talk to to their child who's 3 now and they just talk to her as if she's me you mm-hmm. know or one of their friends they just ask her questions or they tell her to do things and they're not you know it, and it's just very matter of fact like hey can you go do this and she'll say yes or no and they'll they'll deal with that but um and at the same time it's 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 the things that are important to a child can also be important to your life. Limit your screen time. Show more empathy. Have a mm-hmm. routine that you stick to. I mean, the routine is a, a routine big thing is huge. That, yeah. I, that I don't that I really don't do. You know, I go to bed at different times every night, or I I get up maybe at different times, and uh, I could see myself benefiting from that kind of stuff. So yeah, this should be a lesson that like these things that work for a kid can work for you, and vice versa. Slow moving days, number 11 on the list, is one that's really hard for both for of us. us. Yeah. Heath and I both are not inclined to take those slow moving days. And, and I think, if anything, if I were to look back at like, okay, well, first three years, like, how are we doing? 
we don't we don't have a ton of slow moving days. Yeah. We are go 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 uh, go, and and that's something that you know of course adults can benefit from and kids to your point. And that's all and like, I want is a slow moving I day. <laughs> I beg for that sometimes. Yeah, and all what we was want. Your Enneagram? All, yeah, like yeah. all we want is go go go, and yeah. like I don't want ever. I I can't stand to just sit around on the ground and do nothing real jack. I want to go take her outside and go. Of uh, the park or whatever, I, I just go. I just want to be on the go. But the slow moving days, I definitely do see how there can be some um, benefits well, of that. And here's the thing: it's a little harder to have a slow moving day because guess what that means? That means mom and dad are cooking all the meals. You're not going super out. Creative. You're getting creative, and so that's the other thing. Is honestly, like I look at if I'm you know got a few days straight where I'm just with her twenty four seven. I'm like thinking of how am I challenging myself to actually come up with creative things for her to do as opposed to just taking to her, her to a place and letting the place do the entertaining. Like, where are we intellectually connecting? Where am I coming up with something creatively for us to do? Man, it's a lot of pressure the to thing be is, a is all parents. But, but, but yeah, the thing yeah. is, is, a lot of these things are easier said than done depending on situations. So understand, you may be in a different situation where, um, you know, we're, we're able to have um, a lot of that one-on-one uh, -on -one time and take two experiences and, and, you know, so I'm not, we definitely don't judge anybody about what they, but what but they But slow moving days are something everybody can do. Oh, I know. I mean, I, that's, yeah. that's free. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just talking about in chill. general. When it comes to it all, you can, all you can do is really the best you can. And I would just challenge you more so as to think, or if you were doing the best you can, like, like focus on it, work on that. I mean, and it, this is the most remarkable thing about this list is like what you've said and Matt has said, this so pertains to us as adults, just as much as kids and Sometimes we try to overthink way too much about we do this for our kid, but not for us. But at the end, they, they do and say whatever we do and say. And so we really this list is great for both of us. And I think we'll have a link to it probably in the show notes, won't we, to this little article? Oh, yeah, we can. Yeah. So everybody can kind of go and and pick up and read it on. So we'll be back in a minute on the third segment of Second Shot. Are you starting a business? If you are, big or small, side hustle, some big corporation, uh, we've talked about myllc.com. Want to make sure that while they are still sponsoring the show that you get the hookup. We're not sure how long the deal is going to be there, but uh, this is what Heath and I have used for every single business venture we have gone into, and it just streamlines the process. It's like, okay, check, check knocked it off um i've been telling zach to use this for a minute or two yeah i'm thinking about starting my own business jenny <laughs> that's yeah, right that's right i actually have real talk yeah that is no, actually real, happening yeah. real talk not, not is happening the, the yeah we are uh, um so when he does he will go to my llc.com use the code 99 my llc and that gives you 99 dollars off which is a huge savings also it's just heath your experiences but you you're the one that found the company how'd you how'd you even find them oh i don't know just back in the day i'm googling around i think finding something to help my llc.com has been huge and here's what a lot of people don't think about you may have um, a, a rental property because maybe it was left to you as a family and it was just one little thing maybe you're not a real estate investor but you have an extra little property that was left to you by a family or etc and it's renting out you need to go get an LLC and put that property in the LLC to protect you legally. That's, those are the things you got to think about because then it's owned by that property, by that, and it can legally protect you. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not giving you any legal advice. Disclaimer here. But myllc.com slash second shot. They walk you through the entire process. They will. They help manage all your franchise taxes, all those things to where it's really not as daunting and big of a deal as you may think it is if you use myllc.com. MyLLC.com slash second shot. $99 off is huge. Okay, now back to the show. 
All right, so we're back here in the third segment, and I have to bring up this really kind of oh, funny geez. story. This is now going to be like a week or two old, but oh, no. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow was the the, the the Heisman winning quarterback for LSU this past year. He he arguably had the overall best season all time of a QB. That's how epic of a season it was. Okay, yeah. In the combine, they do all your measurables, but on the field, th- this kid has literally one of the best seasons ever. Tearing it up. But he was like, in the Pro Bowl, I mean, at the uh, combine, they, they measured and said his hands were tied to be the smallest hands ever of any QB ever drafted in the first round. And they were like, oh, these questions. You know, questioning the man's hand size who literally just <laughs> on the field in the actual <laughs> environment slaughtered everybody. And they are questioning his hand size, which he, he out of like 1,800 snaps, yeah. 1,800 times touching the ball, he fumbled the ball eight times. Okay, mm-hmm. So it's not like he had a fumbling issue, and, and that was with it, right? So he sent out a tweet about it. Again, this is about a week or so old now. Uh, but he, he, he sent out a tweet. Considering retirement, after I was informed the football <laughs> would be slipping out of my tiny hands, please keep me in your thoughts. <laughs> I just had to give a shout-out of great humor, you know? He didn't go get all mad at all these people and start ranting back and about like, look at what I actually do. You know, he just did. Yeah. I thought that was the most hilarious way to that respond. That is funny. And the, the measurements can't necessarily tell. You've got all these ramifications for what you need to be to fit into this profession. Right, yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody somewhere in the NFL is like consulting their spreadsheets right now. Like, but look, no, it says he's worse it than everybody because his hands are too small. Yeah, yeah. That is so true. Statistically, he's not going to make catches. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, and it's a quarterback, so he didn't catch it, Zach. But it's okay. We give you a pass. <laughs> look, you know? quarterbacks catch on occasion, I'm sure. Every yeah. once in a while. Uh, they do every now Kicks and then. Kicks or something. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got to catch. Make, they make the you know game you know shotgun formation. Yeah, catch you're actually the, right. Yeah. I'm wrong because they <laughs> sure. do have shotgun. I am sometimes. That was yeah. my fantasy league name. Second shotgun formation. That was that was oh. second I was shotgun like formation. Making it a second shot pun or like play on words. Are we still doing the fantasy league thing? Well, football's that. over. <laughs> XFL? XFL? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Hey, do they that. have fantasy? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I bet they do. Probably not. Yet. I bet they do. Oh, I'm sure they have somewhere. fantasy for everything. Yeah. 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 True. So yeah. so the shaming will continue on my end. We Leave us a rating review. Can you share it on your social media? Go push the share button on it. Share the episode. Any of your favorite episodes. Let's help get the word out. Um, leave a rating and review at the podcast app on Spotify or, or, or anywhere that you listen to it. And, and Matt will tell you to, to leave it as Matt is great. <laughs> yep. Tag it with Matt is great. Let's stack these things up. Let's get it. Uh, yeah. All the new reviews should say Matt is great. <laughs> so, we, so we have a new review this week. Oh, yeah. I'm not oh. sure if you, you, oh. got, you guys Someone do actually is already no know about this. But people shamed. out there don't. Yes. Uh, <laughs> WVLee20653 said, epic, lean, laugh, and grow. Uh, valuable self-reflection of fun, fresh way. Heath, is, Heath has a genuine warmth and love of people shows. Oh, Must listen. And then update it. Hashtag Matt is great. <laughs> Hashtag Zach is great. Oh, oh. Hashtag Heath and Jenny rock. Man, oh, okay. All yeah. around. There we go. That's there our we go. favorite. Five She's star our favorite. Review. That, that, yeah. that review is our Very favorite kind. person. Thank you, WV. Winning time. WV. Man. Secondshotcast at gmail.com. Um, it if you want to send us an email with anything, maybe you got story ideas, maybe you got show ideas, or, what, or maybe you just want to tell us that you like my hair or you don't or whatever. I don't sure. Care. Whatever yeah. you want to do, just Your second shot. Your hair is looking good right now. Oh, thanks, more. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking good. Yeah. Second shot cast at gmail.com. Second shot Facebook group. You can give us a little uh, um, shout out or you can post anything you got and see the second shot community is there. You know, a lot of people, you know, we had somebody just ask recommendations of what doing Dallas Fort Worth and That's people are one. jumping yeah. in to give. Ideas. So it's a great networking group to join as well. 
So we have a question of the week for you guys. We've been trying to just keep some like really, really deep and some a little bit more light and fun. And I think this one could be a little bit of both. So here is the question. What's one thing you could reveal about yourself that a younger generation wouldn't understand? Without telling your age. Without, yeah. So you're right. So yeah. don't tell yeah. your age, but maybe they would be able to guess it based on the, the thing that right. you're going to share. We only had three TV channels growing up. That's all you could watch. They're going to think you're 97 years old. Out in East Texas? <laughs> yeah, three yeah. TV channels. That was all we are, That's how all we had growing So, like, like, you know, it's like you think about all these kids out. Netflix, Hulu's, and all this stuff. That, like, sure. We only had three. Channel 7, 51, and 56. And I think as I got older, like, Channel 19 may have been added. But, like, it was those three. And there was no recording and going back. It was You had to be sitting there to watch those three. So, I would tell a young person I only had three channels growing up. And they would yep. think I was... Born in the Great Depression. You have to get up and tweak those <laughs> rabbit ears a little. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I was in Houston and my parents were teachers. We didn't have cable. So we yeah. were doing it old yeah, school. Yeah. We, we had like four channels either. or something. Yeah. 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 You were probably able to pick up more channels though we had a few in more. Houston through the, the yeah. antenna. Yeah. I was going to ask if you still remember the, the, the channels though. And you do. Yeah. Oh, 17, 6. Yeah. 7, 51, and 56. Never forget them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Burned into your brain. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Okay. I got one. Uh, this is going to date me a little bit, but I guess that's the point. Oh my gosh. So there was this reference last episode. There was this, yeah, shout out. So there was this, this device, this mystical thing. I think you, you might've all seen this before, right? All right. So if you had a cassette player in your car, but you didn't have a CD player and you didn't have like an aux cable. So you could plug into your iPhone. There's this thing you could get at Radio Shack. You can probably still get it. The cassette Best tape Buy. thing. It's a yeah. cassette tape, right? That's a good you slide one. That into thing was your, yes, oh, yeah, totally. slide into your cassette player. It has a cord coming out. You plug into your iPod and it worked. And or it was amazing. Player. And I still yeah. don't know how it works. I still don't understand the technology that was behind genius. that mystical, magical device. It oh, was incredible. A great device. That's a right. really good one. That one was epic. Yeah. yeah. How did that work? Like it's still a thing. That is awesome. If somebody knows, put, put it on Facebook. Give it's me a or something, expanding. yeah. How did that thing happen? I want to know. But it's so quick how that how quickly we got to a society of the out of tapes and stuff. It feels like that was like that was unfortunately one like probably one of the greatest little engineering feats put together that only was good for a very short while because it right we 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 you know got we evolved. Yeah, they so started quick. adding CD players. Man, so my, fast. My, yeah. yeah, my poor old car definitely still has a CD player and no cassette tape and no no aux cord. So I'm doomed. I yeah. can't go either way. <laughs> I was right right in the middle, threaded the needle. But yeah, what, what do you guys? What got? about yeah. you, Matt? Um, I would say. I mean, my first thought was payphones, but I think payphones like people understand those. Even if you've never used them, you've you've under. But I do yeah. remember using payphones like when I was growing up. Um, then I would say that video games only worked on channel three. Yeah. Um, yeah when yeah, I was yeah. a kid, um, and this was, you know, when you had an old Nintendo, it plugged directly into your, yeah, into your coax cable, and you had to tune the TV to channel three, um, and because there were or really any channel that you didn't get very well whenever there was static, um, and then that's what you could see it on. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah, I think that's something that I, I think would boggle the mind of a, of a younger kid. That's a kid really good one. Yeah. All of ours are going to be technology related. I think. Well, I, yeah, I think it's I was, a big thing. It's like, kind of the obvious. One, I remember. Isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I remember life before the internet. I remember life before cell phones very well. Like, I spent most of my half of my life. Well, not half now, but up until college, I didn't have a cell phone. Right. You know, and we didn't have internet until I would say maybe right before I got to high school. 
So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Was, we're about on the same timeline. Yeah. I think oh, ours man. was maybe end of high school, but kind yeah, of within yeah. that same. I yeah, I would say dial-up internet's a good yeah, one. Dial up you internet, couldn't use the yeah. internet if you, somebody well, was on the phone. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, oh you, really? Oh, you couldn't call somebody. Okay. No, no, you didn't steal. And it's okay. We only had internet. I think my last year at home. Really. So it wasn't it wasn't like a huge thing. Yeah. But the other thing I will say, maybe this only relates to media people, but I um, could only apply for jobs by mailing in a VHS tape. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Sure. And like so people the, nowadays applying for jobs, go to ZipRecruiter and all those and just put in their resume. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they put in a link on YouTube for media. You, you just send a you send a link I and mean, you might even send a resume. But truth be told, they're just going to the link. And so, yes, yeah, so it was a little bit expensive. Because you had to buy yeah. the you had to buy the VHS tapes, you had to make them, you had to label them, you had to mail them out, mm -hmm. and so you know for these jobs that were paying eighteen thousand dollars a year, yeah. um, <laughs> on the front end you came in with some VHS debt, or you did what I did, <laughs> VHS debt, you know, yeah. like I am I am drowning in VHS debt, so or you had to drive it to the place and deliver it to you know the person at the front desk, the receptionist, and say you know, gosh, could you please maybe drop this on the news director's desk, and sure. they would have. Uh, thousands of VHS tapes of people like me mailing them in. That's why I made mine red to try don't, to make them stick don't out. Don't y'all think too that like telling them a, a big knot was getting to go to the movie store and renting a movie? Oh my gosh. You know, oh, man. Like how weekend. much the kids yeah. wouldn't know anything about sure. that? Like how big of a deal you got to go to the movie store and, yeah. and you had to actually go to a store and rent a movie now and got, bring it back. Now they got Redbox, which yeah. is almost well, the same. Like at the end of your group, but the movie store was it a is, thing. The movie true. store was an experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I was gonna say another answer. Yeah, the, the be kind rewind. If you didn't rewind a oh, movie, yeah. you couldn't watch it, which yeah. doesn't make any sense now. That is because you can just be hit play and it rewind. works. That yeah, like funny. VHS rewinders. Yeah, like special devices. I also back to the dial-up internet thing. I remember when we first got internet. We had to dial into a, a number out of Fort Worth, and it was a long-distance call right. for us. So we had to get a second phone line, which had a, oh. a metro number, which was a, a relatively new thing, which made our area part of the Fort Worth metro area. Uh -huh. um, and that way, like, we had a local number, and we had the metro number, which was tied to our dial-up internet. That way, we weren't being charged long-distance for calling a data center in Fort Worth to, oh, to wow. use our internet. That <laughs> so is a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. So a second and here, and here we are on the verge of 5G, yeah, which exactly. is faster like, than... None of this matters anymore. Yeah. No. I don't want 5G. Yeah, I, we do. can't. I, want, a, I want everything I faster. I don't want 5G. Oh, I, want uh, there, there, I think there are some in. legitimate health concerns. Mm, nope, not but me. But anyway, that's going to be controversial. Uh, maybe I'll take you off. I don't want 5G. Yeah. I don't. Enough. I just pass enough on wires the 5G. crossing. I'm going to pass. We need to stop. Are we okay. start getting options? Surely. If I don't, well, no, like I won't get an option if you all want 5G and it's just going through the <laughs> air. Right. You've been voted off the island. I want as much speed as possible. <laughs> no, that's Get a, a first, detriment. It's a detriment. <laughs> I will be last. Shake, gladly. Shake and bake. Baby. I'm going shake to Bora Bora where there is no there you go. internet. <laughs> yep. No I'll, towers. I'll VHS my podcast commentary to you guys. Perfect. So, what could you give that you had growing up that could reveal how old you are to a younger person? I think this is a fun one. Go to Second Shot Facebook group. We'll be talking about it. Jenny always posts about it. Um, and you can weigh in and tell us what, what your thing would be. So where can they find you? On the Second Shot Instagram page, instagram.com slash Second Shot Podcast. 
interact. You can answer the, the podcast question of the week there. Also in the Safe Swaps group, if you're looking to avoid 5G with me, facebook.com slash group slash second shot. I do a movie podcast oh, called that was the right group. Go ahead. Facebook.com slash well that's a good slash one. Slash group slash yeah. safe swaps. At Apple Zacintosh on Twitter and Instagram. I do a movie podcast called Off Script Film Review. This week we're watching Emma. Come check it out. It's on iTunes, the same place you find it everywhere else. Matt Stoker one on Instagram. Also don't forget tag your reviews with Matt is great. Uh, <laughs> I'll know that I sent you. <laughs> and he talks at Ignis on Fire Instagram and Facebook where you can connect with us with anything that you want. I love you. We'll see you next time.